Hey guys, hey ladies, hey friends, hey foes. We just wanted to take a second to remind you that while we're okay swearing your little ears are listening, you might not be, and that's okay. So here's your chance to pause us and wait for nap time, or pop in your earbuds. We hope you enjoy the episode. Me in a straight jacket. back to another episode of done playing by the rules i'm jenna and i'm janelle so what has been going on it's getting cold in chicago it's so cold here jenna okay i always thought people that were like i'm warm-blooded i can't do winters i was like that's made up just like i thought our topic of the day was made up and it's so true i was in richmond which people richmond virginia which there's a richmond illinois so when i say i'm from richmond people here are like big deal cool yeah and i'm like no richmond virginia for everyone that doesn't know, Richmond, Virginia is the South and it is hot there. It is freezing here. I'm wearing a full knee length parka and everybody else is just like in like tech vests. Like what's wrong oh with gosh. you? Then I'm I wearing lo- like 17 layers. It's unbelievable. And my yeah. kids aren't used to it because Mikey was 18 months when we moved to Richmond or something. And so we were at a uh, nature play group on Thursday and he was like, I want to go home. Can we be done now? Like, he's cold. He's so cold. He can't do it. Well, it's funny you say it's hot here because we came from Texas and that was hot to me. And so when I come here and people complain about like the heat, I'm like, what y'all talking about? I want to go to I Texas. Think it's I love being hot cold right time. now. But it's like ideal cold. Like I wore a sweatshirt yeah. and a jacket yesterday and yeah. I was way more bundled up than everyone else and a beanie, but I was comfortable. So, But that's the same thing. Like I feel like Texas to Richmond, Virginia, Richmond, Virginia yeah. to Chicago is like and it's windy there right so windy that's the one weather i can't stand richmond has some wicked winds though like yeah it can be 70 in richmond and a windy day and it like cuts through you so like it's windy here our inflatables took a beating this year (laughs) you should join the rv community because inflatables are big i guess because they're compact but then they make like a big statement and so a lot of rv parks Especially for Halloween. I loved that when you were saying, you're going to have to post your pictures of your Halloween RV trip because I, I could not believe I would right? need all the storage I could get. And they're like, it's fine. I'm bringing full house decorations yeah. from place to place. Okay. We are talking today about introvert and extrovert. This was a listener request, which we love. And it's something that's intrigued Janelle and I because we are so similar, but we are so different. And Janelle did not believe in introvert and extrovert for a long time. And I, I believed in introvert. I don't think I believed in extrovert. And so, okay, okay so we had a listener or a couple listeners write mm-hmm. in that they were saying how hard it is to maintain mom friendships as an introvert and how COVID and quarantine and stuff like that had only heightened the um, divide that they felt. And so- right. They were saying, you know, which I never really understood. And Jenna would say things to me like, I like to do one thing a week Mm -hmm. or I like to do two things a week and then I need to recover. And Mm -hmm. my sister will say things like that to me. And people have always said that stuff. And I've always been like, oh, being an introvert just means you like to be by yourself a lot. And then I read an article last night and I I couldn't find the author of this quote. And so, but I think it's very important. So hopefully I'll find it and put it in the show notes if I can ever find it. It's not anonymous. Anonymous is what I wrote, unknown. Whereas most people think introversion describes how we behave in social settings, which is what I thought, it actually refers to how we get our energy. Mm -hmm. And so introverts, which I realized this last week, get their energy by being home or alone or 
in their favorite activities to fuel themselves. I am an actual extrovert confirmed last week where I actually get fuel from being around people. And so how this came to be was that I was having a particularly unpleasant mental health week. I hadn't really put together and Josh came home from a work and was like, dude, you haven't done anything for yourself in like a month. And I hadn't really given it much thought. And I was like, well, I go like by myself to therapy on Sundays, or I go to the store once in a while by myself. And then he was like, no, you need to go to a, like a party. And my neighbor was, yeah, my neighbor was having a party that night. And I was like, I'm just not in the mood. Like I, I can't get dressed. I don't want to go. He was like, you're, you're going. (laughs) And I went upstairs and got dressed. And while I was getting dressed, I started to like get excited. And I was like, what's happening? And I put on jeans and I went to the party and I came home and I felt completely refueled. I think this was on a Friday night. And then Saturday, we had brunch plans with another couple. And I felt super refueled from that. And then Sunday, I went to therapy. And I was talking to my therapist about how I'd had a really bad mental health week. And then I went to a party and I felt brand new. And she was like, you're an extrovert. And I was like, yeah, well, yeah, I like to talk to people and I like to go places and I like to do things. But like, she was like, no, I'm an extrovert too. And you actually gain energy from other people's energy. Mm -hmm. And so I did not believe that. I just thought introverts and extroverts were like, I like to talk in front of crowds. I don't. Mm -hmm. Like, it is actually how you get your fuel source. And so now I am a full-time believer. Yes. So something I read, there was two interesting things, was to think of extroverts just because you're an introvert or a version of it, you also have to realize like on the spectrum, Yes, you might be in the middle, like an introverted extrovert or an extroverted introvert, whichever one. You might be way on the introvert side or way on the extrovert. Like there's no exact spot that you're at, or there is an exact spot you're at, but it's not you're this or you're this like you can it's like a, combo. a spectrum and there's like six right. different combos where you can take like tests kind of like a Myers-Briggs for it yes. right and like no introverts no extroverts are the same because no people are the same so one way it described was that sometimes introverts do enjoy socializing one if it's meaningful mm-hmm. and that is a big part as well as like in, if the environment is correct and they described it as extroverts run a marathon with their social event So it's like long lasting, they don't burn out, they just keep going, going, going. Mm -hmm. And introverts are sprinters. So energy, 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 but then we're burned out. And so we've (sighs) used all our energy so we can't go those long social times. And I thought that was really interesting. That's exactly right. I'm relating to all of that right now. When the party ended, I was like, so we're all just going home. And then I came home and Josh was like, I'm going to bed. And I was like, but who am I going to talk to? Like, I need more. Right. Well, and then... When you talked about like where we get our energy, I had never heard this, but a lot of it has to do with how our brains respond to dopamine. And so introverts, actually their brain responds completely different than extroverts to dopamine. So you're born that way. So it's not something that you can say, oh, I want to be like, you can try and be an extrovert or an introvert all you want, but this is an innate thing that you are born with and it's how your brain works and I thought that was really interesting because it makes a lot of sense. It makes I cannot sense try to be an extrovert. Like I was trying to be an introvert. I was like, yeah. I love sitting home by myself with my baby. I, I was doing like the Heige, yes. which if anybody doesn't know what Heige is, H-Y-G-E-E, it's, mm-hmm. um, is it Nordic? Danish? Danish. Yeah. And it's like the snuggle in to fall and eat warm things and just sit mm-hmm. around and try to be still. Oh, I was like, vibe. 
Yes. And I was fully trying to dedicate myself to this. And then I was just in a pit of despair because I was trying to convince myself that I was going to be an introvert and just sit home and read good books and cook soups. And I was miserable. Oh, I bet. You can't convert yourself no matter what. Mm -mm, Because it's how you're born. I did a month long experiment and it, it failed. Yep. And it's interesting because like reading some of a lot of the stuff about like introverts, extroverts, like there was some where I was like, uh, uh-uh, not me at all. And I am definitely an extroverted introvert. Yes, like I would say so. Yeah. I enjoy people. It's not that I don't enjoy people. I just have to have those meaningful connections. And one thing I thought was interesting was that they talked a lot about like social anxiety and like needing time to warm up. And I've said that I have social anxiety, but it's, I really don't think I have social anxiety so much as I feed off of the environment for one. And two, I overthink everything. So I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so awkward. This and is then people such like a come huge back. thread yeah. of this is what actually started our listener writing into me was the like, and I was reading her thing and it said awkward. Like, think about how the word awkward is just spelled so awkwardly. It's awkward. Like, it yeah. is perfect. I was writing it and I was like, writing awkward is awkward. But that is yeah. such a huge theme is the feeling of awkwardness. Mm-hmm. I feel awkward all the time. And it's funny because people are like, you're not awkward. You're I'm not. like, how am I not? Like I at all. Yeah. And like when Brandon and I go to Christmas parties for like his work, I would always be like, oh my gosh, I was so awkward. And he was like, no. And then the next day people would be like, I loved your wife. She was so charming <laughs> and interesting and all this stuff. And I'm like, I didn't feel like that at all. I felt awkward. Like, what do I do with my hands and my sweating? Is my dress tucked into my underwear? Like all of that is going through my brain while I'm holding a conversation. So no wonder I'm drained by the end of the night. But It's funny, like I've definitely had my awkward moments of stuff I've said, and you've probably heard some of them on the podcast, but I always describe myself as awkward. And Janelle, you're always like, you're not awkward. And I'm like, you're not awkward. I'm really But I also never think of myself as awkward. And then Josh sometimes will be like, that was awkward. And I'll be like, what? I didn't, I don't catch it. I don't see it. I don't hear it. And I also, what you said earlier was you um, enjoy the deep conversations. Like I love going to a party of just all small talk. I like learning. Oh, it's my Mm -hmm. favorite. I will come home and be like, okay, so so so-and-so does this for a job and they do this and they're married to this person that does this and it's very interesting because their kid is in this class with this person and Josh is like what and I I love just learning like the little little breadcrumbs of people's lives and then like if I don't see him again I don't see him again it's fine I want to sit you down on the couch and hear about your childhood traumas (laughs) like (laughs) which is also a hobby of mine but I I definitely get take more energy out of small talk than I do out of deep conversation deep conversation can be draining for me and you and I love a good deep convo but that's more draining to me than hearing about everybody's surface level like I really had a fight with HR last week like I love that that is so funny one of my friends that wrote into the podcast wrote in and she was the original inspiration for this episode way way back but we were talking about and I'm going to share a little bit of her message let's say her name is Julia Julia said I think my natural mode is just hermit mode and people don't get that. They feel rejected. If you just don't want to hang out all the time, I just don't have the energy. Pre-pandemic, I would commit to things so I would be forced to go out because it would be good for me, but I wouldn't do it on my own. I enjoy it once I'm actually out of the house, but it definitely drains me. COVID meant I had an excuse to hermit mode all the time. All caps. 
And I think it just made it worse. I got super comfortable in hermit mode and the world kind of just moved on without me. The few times I tried to attend a social social gathering post-vaccine have been super awkward. I'm out of practice and oversensitive. I think people are uncomfortable around me too because when you make more cautious pandemic choices than other people, you feel like you are judging them. I am not. Some friendships, she said the big problem with female friendships, which I thought was interesting, is that some friendships need to be nurtured and fed and i don't always have the emotional energy to check in and plan things and be fun the way other people want so it definitely keeps me out of the friendship zone sometimes and i thought that was very interesting because i know that our friend jenna has had the same experience um where i feel you Julia, That's what I actually am... started the conversation because Julia wrote it and I was like, you are you could literally be Jenna right now because Jenna yep. has had this exact same experience. And so we wanted to break down the barrier about talking about this because I think there's a lot of people that feel kind of alone right now because either the world moved on without them during the pandemic or they're so out of practice of forcing themselves to be in those situations right now that they don't know how to jump back in. And mm-hmm. Let's be sensitive to our introverted friends who are trying to like jump onto the moving bus and are slipping and falling. And like, how do we, how do we support you, Jenna? How can we bring you? Okay. So it's really interesting and reading more about it. I was getting like kind of anxious reading about introverts, extroverts, because I feel like introverts, not necessarily misunderstood. I feel like people are like, okay, I somewhat know they might have a few like misconceptions or whatever, but they don't do anything with that knowledge. And being an introvert, I, and especially if you're like an extroverted introvert, people are like, okay, you're great in social situations. You're great. You're great. You're great. But then when you need that time, people don't understand it. And so when she was talking about like, she doesn't have the energy to reach out to all of her friend groups. I get like that a thousand percent. Yesterday I had talked on Marco Polo to like four different people. And then I was kind of like, I'm done. And I still have five text messages on my phone. I haven't even read yet because I was just like, I feel like my capacity is there and I don't want to. And so I tend to avoid it until I feel rested and recharged. And so sometimes it might take me a long time to reach out or to respond. And it's not that I'm reading your message and ignoring it. It's that I'm doing it for everything right now. And some people will be like, oh my gosh, you're spiraling. I'm like, no, 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 I'm not spiraling. Like I'm just protecting my energy and I just need that time. Mm -hmm. And you also have to remember like during the pandemic, introverts, extroverts, everyone has been home. And so some people that has been great. But if you are a true on the spectrum, really towards introvert, it's a lot. There has been times where I'm like, I just feel like I can't escape. And so then I took up running because I was like, I need something to burn off the energy out of the house that I don't feel guilty telling my kids you can't come because they can't run three or four miles. They just can't. If I said I was going to ride my bike, like they would hop on their bikes and come along. And so I feel that. And I always, always say like, I just need to hibernate. Like, yes, I just need to hide. And that means like my husband as well. And it doesn't mean that I don't like my friends. It doesn't mean I don't respect those friendships, but just mentally, I can't handle it. Um, Well, and I think it's important that we point out like you and I are best friends. And what friends of introverts need to know is Jenna goes dark on me Mm -hmm. out of nowhere, just like Mm -hmm. she does everyone else. So let's pretend we're talking about Julia. Julia is going to go dark on you sometimes because she needs to 
protect what energy reserves she has left. And it's not that you're not as important as anyone else. I know when Jenna goes dark on me, she's going dark on everyone. Right. Or maybe there's a conversation that's really fueling her right now. And that conversation is going to be tended and mine gets pushed off till tomorrow. I never right. feel hurt feelings about it. You have to understand that our introvert friends need to sometimes just suck back into their bubble to protect what energy they have left for their kids or their family mm-hmm. or their job or their mental well-being and it's not a slight against you yes and then with like the the friend check-ins for introverts a lot of times small talk does not fuel us it drains Mm -hmm. us and so when i do have those moments where i'm overwhelmed and janelle reaches out i do tend to talk to her more because i can be like all this shit is going on here's my load Let's talk about it. Let's have a deep conversation. And actually that deep conversation is energizing to me versus my other friends who I'm not as close with. I'm not going to unload all of that on them or sometimes even my husband, like I'm not going to unload all of that on him. So I'm just going to kind of avoid. And something that I've really tried to work on, but is really hard is investing in those friendships, whether it's one or whether it's five that benefit you and fuel you. And it's hard because sometimes you have to make not sacrifices, but you know, my friend Kaylee and I were talking about being in relationships with people who put in equal effort. And it's not just the, Hey, how are you? It's the, I want to get together. I respect that you're busy. Let's work on this together kind of friendships. And it's coming from both sides. And I think that extroverts are great at reaching out to a million people and like, let's hang out. And then they'll have like, one play date with one person and it's like oh well our evening is free let's go do this and as an introvert i feel like people get offended when i see friend a but then i don't have time right now to see friend b and it's like i kind of cycle through okay i saw this person next i'm gonna see this person my schedule aligned with this person and it's not about oh i like this person better than the other it's i can't handle seeing that many people in a week and Which so, is so wild because I'm listening, to you, I'm listening yeah. to you say it and I'm thinking to myself, like, I would love if I could do a morning play date, a lunchtime play date, an afternoon play date. <laughs> like, that for me is fueling because I love to leave the house. I, I will leave the house pr- pandemic or no pandemic sometimes at 9 a.m. and come home at 6 p.m. and like play date, play date, play date, play date, or mall shopping, do this, do this, do this. And it is fueling to me. I never feel depleted. I feel much more depleted sitting at home by myself all day. And I think that is something that introverts and extroverts need to work towards together is Mm -hmm. understanding that for an introvert, once a week sometimes is all they have. And Mm -hmm. for an extrovert needs to understand that y'all can't just back it back to back to back to back to back to back to back where we can. And so we take offense to that sometimes if we're not thinking outside of ourselves, which is hard Mm -hmm. to think outside of when you're an extrovert, your brain doesn't really always work on that like deeper level. And another thing I do with Jenna too, is I know if Jenna's had a hard day and do this with your introverts, do this with your baby, sweet baby introverts. (laughs) I'll text her and just be like, type A, if you're spiraling and need to talk, type B, if you're alive and fine, type C, if you're having a great day. And like, sometimes introverts just can't bubble Mm -hmm. up all of the feelings and she'll just type A, B, or C. And then I know she's fine. She's in trouble or she's okay. And we're good to go. Like, I there's many times. Where I'm just like out in nature and I'm cool. I'm fine, but I'm not on my phone. No, like I'm recharged. I'm outside. I'm doing stuff. I'm great. But I know that 
in order to keep feeling that way, I'm not going to sit there on my phone. And so it's funny you said like how they can't do a lot and you feel charged afterwards. I call it a hangover and I've always been like holiday hangovers. There's actually from this website that I found, which is great if you want to learn more about introverts or just read on for tips for yourself. I do. It's introvertdear.com. And they talked about the introvert hangover. And think about <laughs> my message to you. You have always called that. That's so yes. funny. I never knew that was a thing. Think about my message to you. I did a video message to Janelle after Halloween. I didn't drink. I was, my kids were in bed by 8, 8.15. I didn't have a ton of candy. I ate well. So there was no reason for me to feel actually hungover, but it was the social hangover. I mean, I got on our video message and like my hair was like still somewhat up. (laughs) My makeup was like off, but like I had like a little bit of smear and I was like groggy, like my voice was cracky. Like, so it's an introvert hangover. And it's just when you feel completely wiped out from too much people time. And that doesn't mean that during the moment I didn't have fun. It was actually the best Halloween I didn't want it to end, yeah. but then after it was done, and it's actually because your brain is literally using up all of its mental energy. Mm-hmm. And so the next day you're starting at zero and you have to recharge that. And so there's days where I am gone the same as you, like 8.30 to six at night. And I had a blast. I had a great yeah. day. The next day, do not expect the same. If you are watching this on YouTube, yesterday I was gone all day. Today, I am sitting here in my robe <laughs> because I just like have not had the energy to like get up and get social and get my kids doing homeschool and everything. So <laughs> I am in my robe. Trying uh, to if charge. you would have told everyone it looks like a fancy cashmere like shawl. So I mean, it is. You really blew up your own, you, all, you blew up your own spot. But I think that's interesting what you're talking about. And my sister introduced me to this, which I had never heard of before. The spoon theory. Are you familiar with the spoon? No. Theory? <gasps> Jenna, you're going to love it. It's so up your alley. Okay. So the spoon theory was developed by, and I need to find her name, and her name's hard to say, so I hope I'm getting it right, Christine Mies-Randino, and I've practiced that four times this morning, so I hope I got it right, and she developed the spoon theory, and the spoon theory is actually, was originally created to explain people with chronic illness, and she has lupus, I believe, and if you want to look up more about this, she's at butyoudontlooksick.com. This article is from Kristen Schultz, and it's called I'm a Spoonie. Here's what I wish more people knew about chronic illness. And so there's a whole Spoonie community. The Facebook page, I think, has like a million followers oh, or something. Cool. But a Spoonie is a person that has a chronic illness and mental health is considered a chronic illness. I know a lot of my friends that talk about um, having limited stores of energy, have depression or have anxiety, and these are chronic illnesses. You can't apply extrovert introvert to this chronic illness, but any chronic illness diabetes, um, a child that's ill, ADHD, mm-hmm. learning difficulties. But the spoon theory is, so she used this as an example to say, I have X spoons a day. So she was sitting in a restaurant. Someone was like, why do you run out of energy? Can you explain to me how you just run out of energy? And she said, she looked around the restaurant and she saw, she grabbed 12 spoons off of a table and she said, okay, here's the amount of energy I'm allotted with every day. Here is how much X task takes me. So Mm. people are only allotted X amount of spoons per day. And so for, and I'll post this on the page, but this is from the committedproject.org. Did laundry cost two spoons? Took a shower, cost two spoons. So if you have a chronic illness, you only have X amount of spoons. You can feed into your spoon bank account by Mm -hmm. taking a nap, reading a book, 
made something, spent quality time with someone you love, get coffee or tea from your favorite barista. So you can feed into your spoons, but you could also, your spoons go really fast when you have a chronic illness. And so my sister and I were talking about this because she was saying like how bad she feels when she makes plans and has to cancel them and how some of her friends don't always understand that like she just has a limited amount of spoons Mm -hmm. and once her spoons are gone she has to protect herself sort of like how you were talking with the texting like you have a limited amount of spoons Mm -hmm. and once your spoons are gone they're gone and you shut down for the day and I think that the spoon theory helped um with my bad depression days explain a lot because I would just hit the wall and I couldn't do anymore and so I'm going to post a bunch of links to the spoon theory and everybody should read about it because I had never heard of it. My sister told me about it and it's beautifully written. And it, one of the women in the article will just say to her husband, like, I don't have enough spoons to make dinner tonight. And she says it's mm-hmm. horrible to have to say because you feel like a failure. But if you just get comfortable with it and if your spouse gets or your partner gets comfortable with it, it's a really effective way to communicate. Like, I wasn't just like skipping dinner and don't care about you. I just right. ran out of energy. So I always tell like my husband. And this, so here's where like introvert, extrovert gets misunderstood. If you're an introvert, you have anxiety and you're shy. Those are separate qualities Mm -hmm. and they're Mm -hmm. separate from these introvert, extrovert traits. So somebody with anxiety can be an extrovert. However, if you're an introvert and you're shy and you have anxiety and it might not be social anxiety. You have to see how all of that kind of plays into it. So you're an introvert and you're going out into a social situation. Like for example, okay, let's take Ezra's birthday party. I had three families plus my in-laws and my grandma. My grandma, self-sufficient. She could talk (laughs) to a wall. I don't worry about her. She always tells me don't worry about her. She's like, I'm a big girl. I can take care of myself. My in-laws are a little less social. So I do try and include them and I make sure they're having a good time. The three other friends I had did not know each other. Somehow they all knew Janelle, but they did not know each other. Extrovert. So, yeah. So I am going around and I look like an extrovert because I'm socializing. I'm small talking. I'm having meaningful conversations. I'm checking up. But I am not sitting there talking to one friend. I am going around because in my mind, I am... I need to make sure they're having a good time. I need to make sure they're having a good time. I need to make sure that their kids have the right snacks. Oh, I've talked to this person for too long. I don't want this person to feel it. And my brain is just going, going, going. And that could be a sign of anxiety, but it could also be a sign of the extroverted introvert in me. I think it's just like awkward of like, oh my gosh, I'm overanalyzing everything I'm doing. Because like, I'll just go to a party and talk to someone's random husband for the whole party and never think twice about it. And be like, I know his entire military history. Right. (laughs) My mind though is I have to, and I don't know why. And so a lot of times you get like the mother label. Like I have to make sure everyone is having all their needs met. Yeah. But that's exhausting and it's draining. And so that makes sense with like the whole spoon theory Mm -hmm. because I'm not making those meaningful connections in terms of conversation because I'm sitting there and I'm having this conversation with this person, but my mind is saying, okay, think five steps ahead and think about friend A, friend B, in-laws, everyone, husband, your son, like it's just going, going, going. And I can't So think about for us extroverts listening, me listening to this sounds exhausting. I would never go to a party (laughs) if this happened to me. Like I, the last party I went to, I talked to two people and didn't talk to eight of the, like, say there was 10 people there. I think there was like 12. 
I talked to two the entire time and then just like waved at everyone else. And I said, like, I don't think about it ever again until you say that. But I think that's something important that introverts and I could I'm speaking from a place of just listening to you. Tell me if I'm totally wrong. Introverts are following the script of what they think should look like at a party because they don't want to be awkward. So if they follow the script, that has to be safer than just going off the cuff. To some extent, yes. I think also we're very, not all the time, but a lot of times we're very in tune with everyone's emotions. And so we're like, if I talk to one person the whole time, I don't want someone else to feel excluded because I've felt excluded or I've gone to a social situation and not known anyone and felt awkward and I don't want anyone to feel that. So I need to also make sure that everyone is having their needs met because I have been in that situation. And that's not every, like some people can be extreme introverts and they might feel comfortable only talking to one person the whole time. Yeah. So you also have like that extreme as well. Kind well, of and I think it, all over the board. Julia who wrote in, and I think that's where she gets the confusion is she has kind of the opposite where she was a leader of a lot of groups I was in. Like speaking in front of the whole room, like coordinating everything. And then she's actually like a full on introvert. So I think people just assume like, oh, well, she's got this all under control. She's leading this group. She's leading that group. She's comfortable speaking in front of groups. Why doesn't she want to hang out with me? Right. Like you don't understand that like she finds joy in those particular things, but she's not a full time extrovert. Those things probably yes. take a lot of her spoons away and then she needs to hibernate in her robe for a day afterwards. Yeah. Where like I would speak in front of a group of 50 people every day if somebody wanted to listen to me because right. I love being in big groups and I love talking to lots of people and I wish that people would just tell me about their pet's illness and I don't have a pet, but I'll find a way to relate to your pet's illness. Like <laughs> I take so much pleasure from small talk. And so we need to understand that introverts don't have the same bandwidth that we mm-hmm. have and respect that just as they need to respect that we are going to wander around the world making friends with everybody at the pharmacy. I made three friends at the <laughs> pharmacy. Last night we got home and Zach was like, are you, fr-? I got my uh, booster shot. And Zach was like, I heard you talking to the pharmacist. Are you two friends now? And I was like, I think we could be. Like, <laughs> and see like, that- that's a misconception as well. Like, especially if you're an extroverted introvert, like I love meeting new people. Yes. But that doesn't mean that I'm going to want to add you to my close circle of friends. Like my close circle of friends is so near and dear to me. And it is those people that help fuel me when I'm needing social interactions. And so a lot of times, like we try to find people, like I said, like Janelle, who fill us rather than drain us versus extroverts. It's like, you just want to go out and experience people. Like we want only certain people because certain yeah. people are what fuels us. And that's hard to explain to other well, people. Well, no, I think and also you and I bonded over, which we've talked about on the podcast before. I was having a really bad day on the playground over my dad. My dad had just died. And you just basically walked up to me and were like, what's wrong with you? You don't seem like yourself. And I yeah. was like, hey, to be honest, because I'm an extra. The only reason we clicked is I think because you like to have deep conversations. Uh-huh. And because I'm such an extrovert, I'm never as afraid to tell people what's really going on. And yes. so- 
you said to me like, hey, what's going on with you? You don't seem like yourself. And I'm like, I'm having a really hard day because my dad died a month ago. That's not small talk or appropriate right. conversation. And you were like, oh my God, my parents are dead too. And we just like <laughs> instantly like went just because you enjoy a deep conversation and I'm not afraid to tell anyone anything. We kind of fit together perfectly right. that first day and that was it. I also think it's important and that we touch on, which I want to do as our like PSA of this episode introverts need to cancel plans sometimes. And I heard overwhelmingly in Mm -hmm. doing the research for this episode, how do us extroverts understand you introverts need to cancel plans sometimes? That's a hard one. And that's where (laughs) I struggle. Um, I was actually talking yesterday about saying no. And I was talking to my grandma about it. My grandma was like, just be strong. Just say no protect your time. And it was one of those situations where we already had plans, but then people wanted to come in and stretch our plans and stretch our social calendar. And I'm like, I just want quality time. Introverts don't like a stretch. No. And I'm so inclined to always say yes, but then not protect my energy and then feel drained. And then I have to cancel everything. And then people get for three days afterwards too. Yes. It's really hard. Um, a lot of times I'll say like, I need to cancel because I'm feeling overwhelmed. And I just feel like not everyone gets that. I don't even really have a good answer for that unless you really know your friend. And again, that's why I think it's really important for introverts to have those few close friendships and to be honest A lot of times extroverts or just people in general want to uh, fix what they call, they say fix introverts. Mm -hmm. And it's not something that can be fixed or that we necessarily want to be fixed. Yeah, Um, I fully embrace that I'm an introvert. Sometimes I do struggle saying no. And it has a lot of strengths. And just because I'm spending time alone doesn't mean that I don't love you or that I'm depressed It just means I need that. So I think just being kind to people that need to cancel. And I try and set that example. So I had a friend cancel on me this week and a different friend cancel on me last week. One was for like sickness and one was a work thing came up. And I just like really, and those friends were extrovert, are extroverts. And I just really made a point to be like, totally get it. I'm here. Let's reschedule. Let's touch base when things slow down for you or when your child is feeling better. Like, and I always make the point, like, don't ever apologize for canceling on me because sometimes I'm actually relieved. Because I'm going to cancel on you in the <laughs> exactly. future. Exactly. Yes. And so I think just even having that expectation for like your mom, friends in general, introvert, extrovert, whatever, because even if you're an extrovert, it doesn't mean you can't get drained because maybe you had 50 things going on and you actually need to spend some time at home getting some stuff done. That doesn't mean you're an introvert. It just means that you're overwhelmed. And so I think just holding space for those people and trying to not push them when they say they need time and not taking it personally, which is the biggest thing. Oh, Um, so I totally, I have so many friends, like my extrovert friends really take it personal when our introvert friends cancel. And because I love so many introverts and they're some of my closest people, I totally get it. And I'm like, oh, she's probably just overwhelmed. And I think practicing honesty is really Mm -hmm. hard and really important, but find a person you can be very introverts I'm saying to you and extroverts find Mm -hmm. a person that's the opposite and practice with that person yeah Jenna and I practice a lot of just saying you know what I didn't sleep well last night I can't do it today or I'm having Mm -hmm. a depressed day I can't do it today or I have this this and this I can't do it today and practice kindness and also know that I was talking with my sister about spoon theory in terms of COVID for some people takes away Say they have 12 spoons, COVID every day takes away three of their spoons because Mm -hmm. they're not going to the office like they, and I'm using specific, a person that's a specific example. 
They're not going to the office like they normally would. Their whole life is turned upside down. They might have um, money shortages. They might have um, health issues going on that you don't know about. Like my kids had a bunch of surgeries during COVID and Mm -hmm. I didn't tell anybody about them because that's their private business. And so people's spoons might be shorter right now just because we're living in an unprecedented time. Yeah. And so just understand that maybe somebody that had 12 spoons before is functioning on nine every day now. Yeah. And getting their kids to school and the exposures and the quarantines and the work and the job insecurity, like there's a lot of underlying stuff going on right now that we just need to be extra forgiving of people if they need to break plans or they're feeling burnt out or they're feeling overwhelmed. Exactly. And like, if you listen to this podcast to our earlier episodes, you know, I had a falling out with a friend and it was very upsetting. But I think a lot of that was that I was trying to protect myself and saying, this person has said very rude things to me has belittled me for what we are doing in terms of our family structure during COVID. I don't have the mental capacity to handle that right now. And so the fact that I didn't meet up with this person ended our relationship. And to me, that was a bit extreme Mm -hmm. and shows that that person didn't really understand. I was clearly struggling. And the fact that they just said like, this friendship is over, I was taken aback. Because if my friend was struggling that much, and if my friend wasn't showing up, I would sit back and say, what's going on? So if your introvert friend is doing that or canceling a lot, just maybe reach out and be like, are you making enough time for yourself? Maybe something else is going on. Maybe they're spending too much time, especially if they're a stay-at-home mom or a homeschool mom, or if they're in the office with people all day. You have to realize like, the thing is introverts are actually like very out in the world. There's a lot of lawyers actors, actresses, a lot of very successful people. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't mean they can't do these, what society deems extrovert jobs, social jobs, but after work, they might not want to go get a drink or yes. they might not want to meet up with their kids for a play date because they're protecting that energy and they've been social all day. Mm-hmm. And that's not thing against you. And so I think just really understanding and something I came across as well as I've talked to friends about is the misconceptions that a lot of introverts get. And so one is rude, which I think Julia kind of said some of these. Julia um, has said that multiple times that people say she has RBF, which yes, I was going to say stretching. Yep. Yes. So she gets yes. that a lot and she's literally one of the nicest people I've yeah. ever met. And you're not just, sitting there like, I hate I was people. looking it's- at pictures last night and they were showing the face. There's actual facial recognitions <gasps> of introvert versus extrovert. If Send you type it in online, uh, we'll just type in introvert, extrovert faces and they show the faces and you instantly look at it and recognize which one is which. So it is what? something our lizard brain picks up yes, on. That is crazy because I <laughs> got told once that I had a resting bitch face. And so now I go to the extreme of making sure I don't because I don't want to come off as rude, but I wasn't sitting there judging anyone. What I was sitting there was like ruminating over things. Yeah. And that could be the anxiety. It could also be the, I'm not fully comfortable in this situation. Yeah. Um, we get accused of being stuck up, of being angry yes. sometimes. <laughs> like maybe you just look <laughs> angry all the time yes. or disinterested. And I'm not disinterested or anything. It's just that I might not be comfortable in that situation. Or we get accused that because we enjoy our alone time that we're antisocial or selfish. And selfish is the one that is so yeah. triggering to me because it's it's not about that. Or socially awkward, that's not always a trait. An extrovert can be socially awkward. And introverts can actually be very- just don't know. Yeah, very charismatic. 
I, my husband always says that people flock towards me and I'm like, I don't know why. And he's like, you're so charismatic. And I'm like, well, I don't feel like that. I feel awkward. So it's very interesting. And a lot of times in social, social situations, people do flock towards the introverts that are a little more on the social side. I also think introverts in my experience are just much more self-aware and much more reflective. And so they are reflecting on who they really are and they tend to know themselves a little bit better. And so I think that's why I'm drawn to them because I'm just like flighty and have no idea who I am, but like to talk to other people about who they are. And I'm very drawn to introverts because they actually know who they are. When I was asking my sister for input on this the other day, she was so self-aware in explaining it to me. I was just like, I felt like I got slapped because I was like, holy shit, you fully just like know who you are, why it is, why it's going on. And I'll message her sometimes and be like, Amy, I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm going through a horrible depression. And she'll be like, it's this, 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 and this. And I'm like, yes. oh my God, you guys just know what's going we on do. all yep. the time. <laughs> yeah. And the other misconception is that we hate people. It's not true. We just think that small talk is inauthentic and we crave those meaningful connections. I will jokingly say like, I don't like people, but the people that I like, I do jokingly say it. And I think it's the cutest. Yes. I love my people that I love. And it doesn't mean that we get drained from every social situation. So for example, if something big happened in my life, like something like some juicy gossip, not necessarily gossip, but like some big event that has like this long story and it's deep or it's even like a little bit juicy, like a little bit scandalous. I love nothing more than meeting up with a friend and just telling it all. Like, yes, that is energizing to me because it's a deep conversation and it's like, oh my gosh, can you believe this? It's not just how was the weather? How was their, Ugh, your kid's school yeah. report? Like, I don't want that stuff. Unless yeah. your school report is like, oh my gosh, they told me this about so-and-so. And it can come off as like, we love gossip, but it's just that we love deep conversations. Like yes. when Janelle told me about her dad that passed away, it wasn't gossip, but it was just like the most deep conversation. There's nothing deeper. And, so Jenna was like, yeah. sign me up. And exactly. I was like, well, guess what? I don't know any, I, when Jenna was like, my parents are dead. I was like, oh, I know no one else with a dead parent and you have two. Oh, yeah. You're going to tell me everything. Yes. And like a lot of times, like we like to talk just about like big ideas. So if somebody's like, I want to talk about simulation theory, I'm like, count me in. But you if somebody's on. like, I just want to meet up to chit chat. I'm like, count me out. Yes. <laughs> so, <laughs> it's yeah. And so we've kind of, I want to add one more. This I thought was really interesting because it explains a lot. On that same website, I found a little article they had about how introverts a lot of times struggle putting thoughts to words. And I have that all the time. Or there'll be instances where I'll have this interaction with somebody and afterwards I sit there and I think about it and I'm like, oh, I should have done this. Oh my gosh, I should have said this. And all these other ideas come into my head, but I just couldn't do it in the moment. And I very much admire people who are quick-witted or can fight back and stand up for themselves but I have to sit there and think about things and it's a lot of it because like Janelle mentioned is like we process information deeply extroverts tend to think aloud while introverts think internally and deeply and so we have these deep thoughts going through our head and it takes a while to get all of that jumbled together and then out into words versus extroverts it's just like pew 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 spew 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 Think as you go. And then if you add any kind of like anxiety or social anxiety into it, then you really start overthinking stuff. (laughs) But I did want to touch on some gifts of being an introvert. 
because I think that's really important too. And I think it's important for extroverts to understand. Yeah. Um, we may grow up feeling out of place. I know I felt that, but then I was like homecoming queen and like all these things that you would think would fit an extrovert, but yeah. I always felt out of place and yeah. didn't really know where I fit in. So it was really interesting to me when like I got voted that because I'm like, no, <laughs> like, no, don't I you don't see who I really yeah. am? Exactly. And it's like, what? So you have to think about the world. The world is a noisy, fast-paced world, especially nowadays. And that is draining. So they talk a lot about external stimulation. I prefer a quiet environment. Like even if somebody has a TV on in the house and they're not watching it and it's loud, it rubs me the wrong way. Or if my kids have music on upstairs and we have it on downstairs, like that is too much to me and I will explode just over music. It's that stimulation constantly. And so a lot of times we do feel out of place because the world is fast and noisy. And so we're expected to fit into that. And it's really hard for us. It's like Um, merging into the fast lane. Like it's hard in traffic. Like it's hard. Yes. But the world needs people who think and go deeper or, I mean, like Janelle and I never would have connected and we would have never would have had that healing that we've been able to provide for each other if we just Mm -hmm. continue to do our small talk. Introverts are great at thinking before they act, which a lot of times is a gift. And (laughs) it's, yeah, it's funny because like when I got engaged, everyone was like, that's so fast. And I was like, yeah, because I've thought about this for a while. I've been planning this out for a year. Right. As soon as the piece fell in, I knew. Yes. And so even though I had barely met Brandon, I was like, I just knew because I've been thinking about it a while. It wasn't just like, oh my gosh, I just met you. I've never thought about getting married and what I would want. Introvert Um, is a superhuman strength in that like my husband, so I'm an extrovert. My husband makes me look like the least extroverted person because he is the most extroverted person. But I constantly have to talk him down from saying things. He'll he'll like be leaving for work one day and he'll be like, I'm going to go in and yell at this person, this person, and this person. And I'll be like, stop. Right. Will that really benefit you? That's just mm-hmm. what you want to do. You want to think out loud in front of the person that you feel has thronged you. Let's bring this back to a professional level and how we should actually talk about this. Where introverts just have that internal mm-hmm. nugget of let's think this through before we say it. Extroverts right. to the nth degree, like my husband, have no internal blocker. And so right. I have to actually talk him off the ledge a lot where you're already prepared to have the correct conversation. Yeah. And it doesn't mean that we sit there and we like, oh my gosh, should I do this? No. Should I do this? Yes. Like back, yeah. forth, back, forth forever. Yeah. Like sometimes my decisions are quick because I'm really good at quickly like risk analyzing in my brain or knowing what I want or what I need or what my kids do. Um, We tend to look at things in new and different ways. My husband says Mm -hmm. that all the time. He's like, I never would have thought of, like even just a a home project, I never would have thought of doing it like that. And he's like, how do you think of stuff like that? And I'm just like, I don't know, it just happens. I constantly will bring Jenna a question or be like, I don't know what to do about this. I'll be like, oh, like last week, I was like, Zach hates handwriting. What do I do? And you're like, well, have you asked him why he hates handwriting? And I was like, well, no. Like she's- (laughs) I didn't have that meaningful conversation. (laughs) I don't know what a what? I thought he just has to do it. And so Jenna constantly will provide me with her like, oh my gosh, I she just has that like, process flow of thinking things through in the moment where I'm just like, what do I do? What do I do? How do I fix it? I just shut down panic because like it just, it it isn't working. And so, 
extroverts will run into wall after wall after wall where I think introverts kind of have a plan of how to get through things a little bit And it bit takes us naturally. longer. Like we're a little slower, but- But it's more accurate, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um, we value meaningful relationships. So mm-hmm. for example, Janelle set me up with a girlfriend and I haven't even known her that long and I feel like I've known her forever. And it's just because we have those deep conversations. And I think if we just had surface level conversations, it would be a lot different. Um, And I have people I can't have those deep conversations with. I just don't feel like they're comfortable enough or the relationship's not on the same level. Maybe I'm a little more invested. Maybe they're a little more invested. But those relationships we do have, and maybe it's just one. Maybe it's just a relationship with your spouse or one of your children. And maybe that's all your tank can take. And you have to realize like, that's okay. You don't need 50 friends. Just And there were times even when my good girlfriend, she has the biggest social circle to where she's always being texted. She's always texting. If she ever has like downtime, it's not like she can't find somebody to do something with. And at at first I was kind of like, I'm kind of jealous of that. And then I was like, wait, no, I'm not. Because if I had that, I would be so stressed out. (laughs) Yeah. And I prefer those deep, meaningful conversations. And I prefer not to be like, did I already tell you? Like, it's like, no, Mm -hmm. I know who I told this story to because we have that meaningful relationship. Um, they tend to bring calm and wisdom. Mm -hmm. I've been told many times I have a calming presence, which I think is funny because I am usually high energy, but I've been told I also have like a calming presence, which I think is interesting. You Um, definitely do. And a lot of times, like you mentioned, introverts are very in tune with themselves. And so we step into our traits and hopefully if you are an introvert, you just tend to own them. And hopefully Julia can just be like, this is me, accept it or reject it. Love it or leave it. Yeah. And just really talking with your friends about like, this is how I work. This is how I function. Like, I know. this is what I need. I think that's hard for introverts sometimes though. And I don't think that they're necessarily shy, but it's it's hard to verbalize I only have a limited amount of energy. And so I need you to understand it's not, it's just, it's an awkward conversation. Well, and it's not because that's what society says is not okay. Society says you should be go, go, go. Go, go, go. Bigger, better, more, 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 more. Let's post this on Instagram. Let's, let's FOMO. Like everybody has all these things. And like, I love that, um, that people have coined JOMO, which is the joy of missing out. Oh, and I didn't I know that, that one. You haven't heard Joy of Missing Out? No. One of my other introvert girlfriends told me Joy of Missing Out in regards. So I have FOMO. I have the fear of missing right. out. My introvert oh. friend will text me and be like, Jomo, Joy of Missing Out. RSVP, yes. no to everything. I love that. <laughs> I love <Yeah>. that. <laughs> and so my biggest tip to Julia is to just trust your instincts and see what you need to be happy. If that's one friend, let it be one friend and be okay with that. If at this point you haven't found your person that you can hang out with, reach out to me. Um, no, I've tried no, to seriously. set this friendship up uh, actually. So, um, and that's something that extroverts do as yes. me, especially I am like, I call it, um, I'm a matchmaker for friends. You are. And as soon as You're I meet so someone, good. I start to think about like three people they'd be really good matches with. And I save it up in my brain. And then when I moved away from Jenna, I had like a little bank of people that I could yeah. give to her when I left because my yes. brain loves to match people on their energy levels. Mm-hmm. And that is exciting to me where some yeah. people are like, oh, doesn't it make you sad that your friend is friend with this person and you're not there? And I'm like, no, because I set it up and I knew they'd be good friends and I was right. Yep. And it's interesting because I have another friend who I'm very sure is 
an introvert. I've never asked her. And our kids are friends. And it's interesting because she never says to me like, we should really get together. Like, let's try and make time. It's just like, do you want to get together? Uh, not today. I have a lot going on. What about you? Um, yeah, I've got a lot going on. And like now during the school year, she's a teacher. We haven't seen each other once, but we still talk and we still message and it feels like just normal and comfortable. So I'm pretty sure she's on the same level as me. And it's just, it's kind of cool to see somebody that, but we're also very different people. And so it's kind of cool just to see somebody that like gets it, I guess is the way to put it. And with this, like, it just shows you that introverts can be friends with introverts, extroverts can be friends with extroverts, introverts and extroverts. Like, let's all just be this happy family. And so Janelle and I always jokingly say, like, we're going to have like a coven <laughs> or um, if something like ever a, happens to our husband, we're yes. having an asexual um, compound. Right. Or if one husband goes, um, <laughs> the other one will just, the other person will just move in. And yep. it's always funny because we bring such opposite things to the table. I don't cook. Janelle cooks. She's more social. I'm not. I do not handle sick kids, but I love doing like activities and crafts with healthy kids. So we're like, it's the perfect match Mm -hmm. because we're so opposite that it just like vibes and flows together that we would actually make like the perfect little harmony home. (laughs) If an extrovert and an introvert can find each other and become female friends, And the extrovert can just be extra patient with their introvert friend and their introvert friends need to cancel. Then Mm -hmm. you guys are, it's, it's worth it. Yes. And your introvert friends aren't overthinking. Oh, they're hanging out with so-and-so. Oh, I have to live up to their expectations and just kind of letting that go and let your extrovert friend be as big and as loud as they want. Like Mm -hmm. the same thing goes for like extroverts. You need to respect your space and your energy you might want to go, go, go. And your introvert friend might want to stay home. That may be a great opportunity for you to do different stuff. If you're an extrovert and you feel like you need to be fueled and need to go out and be social, just because your introvert friend wants to stay home, one, does not mean they're depressed. Two, Mm -hmm. does not mean that they need company. And three, does not mean that you can't do what you need to do. That was one of the things I noticed in reading was like one of these pages said the worst thing you can, the worst thing you can say to an extra, an introvert is just get out there. Like, I know. And I was reading that and I was like, Oh God. So, and I can see like an older person saying to somebody young, like us, like, just get out there, just get out there. Like, first of all, you don't know that they're not living their truest, best, most authentic life by not just getting out there. Second of all, like, why are we telling people what to do? Third of Mm -hmm. all, societal's expect society's expectation to just get out there is kind of tired and old. And the whole world is moving to work from home order groceries at home, order DoorDash at home, watch Netflix at home. Like the introverts are definitely getting the rise and things starting to cater to them. Us extroverts have to like go out and find things more yeah. so in the last five years than ever before. Five years ago, you couldn't order groceries. You had to, I was telling mm-hmm. Zach, when you were a baby, I had to order Netflix. Like I had to order yes, a the disc yeah, in the, the mail CDs. to come to my house. And he was like, I forgot about that, that doesn't even make sense. And I was like, it does. And mm-hmm. it was very exciting when your five Netflix movies came out. Wasn't it? Yeah. And so like the world is going to start catering more and more to introverts and they are really truly gems and jewels because they have all these hidden talents that us extroverts are too busy blathering on about ourselves to even notice. So if you can find a good match in an introvert extrovert, just be kind in that our introvert friends need a little bit more time to recharge their batteries than and we do. And it's not personal. It's not personal. 
personal, our one takeaway. It is not personal. It is them. It has nothing to do with you. I'm Jenna's. I'll just say that I'm Jenna's best friend, whether she says it or not. I'm Jenna's best friend and she cancels on me. So guess what? She's going to cancel on a lot of people and that doesn't mean anything. And it's And Janelle cancels on me. And as an introvert, I don't take it personally. Sometimes I'm like, oh, good. I didn't want to really be social right (laughs) now. But I have to cancel on Jenna usually because I've overbooked myself in my extrovert life. Like I have 15 appointments today Mm -hmm. and I'm so excited. I got up and I put my makeup on this morning and I had two cups of coffee because I get to talk to 25 people today. And I (laughs) have one social outing with a friend and I'm still in a rope. So... (laughs) I'm, I'm dressed. I'm ready. That. I got yeah. on here and Jenna was like, whoa, makeup already. And I was like, yeah, yeah. today's the day. I got to do stuff. And it's an hour earlier there. The only other thing I wanted to touch on with Julia was that she said once she gets out there, she feels good. And that's super common. So you can do that. You can force yourself to get out there. The other thing I've learned is evaluate, like, what do I really want to do? Do I want to be a little social? And the answer might be yes. Like maybe that's why you felt good once you got out there. But maybe I don't want to put in full effort to be social. And so um, had a girlfriend who was having a hard day and I was like, I really feel like I need to be with her and I do feel social. And so I was like, let's just go to Target. So we just went to Target and walked around. And then oh, yeah. on my birthday, I was feeling a little burned out because it was like, everyone was like, I want to hang out. I want to meet up. I want to da, 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 da. And we had a trip the next day and I had already canceled on two friends because they wanted to do dinner two separate nights. And I was like, I have nothing packed. I just wanted to like stay at home. And so my friend was also like, birthdays in grief are our worst yes. holiday. I don't even tell people when my birthday is anymore because I want no recognition on that day. Exactly. So you have to yes. also understand what, on my birthday, eight of my spoons are gone. I have two spoons and that's drink coffee and put on clean right. underwear. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> no, <laughs> <Maybe. underwear>. So <laughs> I had canceled dinner with two friends because to me, that's like, I have to get ready. Mm-hmm. I have to leave the house at a certain time. I have to go out. I have to socialize. Then I had a friend just be like, on my actual birthday, if you want to come over, come over anytime and we can have coffee. And I texted, do I have to wear real pants? And she said, no. And so I was like, I can commit to that. So it was still a social event and I felt great afterwards, but I did not wear real pants. There was no set time. It was like five minutes. Okay. And she was like, I actually need 15 because I'm finishing a workout. I was like, cool. And It was exactly what I need versus like, I have to fit this in by this time, this in by this time. And, you know, then we just had coffee, which is also a way less commitment because dinner, huge span of time. That's your marathon. Huge span of time, plus travel, plus childcare, plus drinks, appetizers, all of that in there. And then waiting for the check, coffee, short, little sprint. It's good. And so Mm -hmm. maybe Julia could start to say like, if she's having a hard time getting out there, but she wants to get out there, just be like, what can I do to protect myself, but make myself also feel fueled? Maybe it's just coffee. The other one is invite people to your house. I feel like that is way less stressful. And we as introverts like to be in our home. And so you don't have the travel time. So when that person leaves, you're done. You can go and pull up or you can go and do whatever you want to do at home. So just say like, Hey friend, do you want to come over for coffee? You don't have to wear real pants and yes. just see how that feels. Oh, that sounds delicious. Or a drink. Do or do you want to have a glass of wine? Or I was going to start this reality show that's new. Do you want to come watch it with me? And just have that time. Like maybe it's after the kids go to bed at seven o'clock and every Monday this friend comes over. You don't wear real pants. You don't wear makeup. You bring your own dinner. Like make it as informal as you want. And yeah. like that's my kind of hangout. And <laughs> I also think that, and this is separate from introvert, extrovert, but I also like 
I'd like to touch on. I have uh, depression. I have anxiety mm-hmm. diagnosed across the board. I have PMDD diagnosed legit. And for people with anxiety, last minute plans are often preferable to uh, a week yes. away plan. If you text me, do you want to meet up in an hour? Your chances of seeing me are 150 times higher than next Tuesday at two o'clock. Could you do this, this, and this? Because yes. my anxiety brain doesn't like to have forward plans and my depression brain doesn't know where it'll be that day and my medication might not hit just right that day but today my medication hit just right I've had just the right amount of coffee let's do this thing yeah and I think that's another thing to consider yeah if you need to see your person (laughs) your son came to my house via airplane with (laughs) with a couple hours notice but you and I are struggling to commit to plans a month in advance because exactly yeah well, even like us, that. we've had to start moving our podcast recordings to in the mornings because we uh-huh. throughout the day run out of spoons and then by nighttime can't do it because we're too tired from we've yes. done homeschool. We've been with our kids all day. We've exercised. We've had relations with our like we're tired at the yep, end of the we're day. Done. So yep. we pr- we've started switching this to mornings and yep. it's made a big difference in us being productive because we have all our spoons still in the morning. So gather your spoons and <laughs> get your spoons. Dole them out appropriately. Yeah, save some for yourself and save you. some for the next day. You can bank yes. them, but you can't get them back once they're all gone. And if they're all gone, don't push it. Find out what you need and don't feel like it's selfish. And don't feel selfish. Take off that label. Be- Don't be judgmental of your friends when they cancel, especially during this unprecedented pandemic. It's hard for everyone. And if someone needs to cancel, it's not about you. When Jenna cancels on me, I never am like, oh, why is she mad at me? And every time Janelle cancels, I'm like, good. I wasn't feeling it either. Yeah. Jenna's always like, good. And I'm always like, yeah, I overbooked seven appointments. Sorry. Yeah. And I'm like, I'll go (laughs) grab my book and lay down and read. So Perfect. Yep. And with that, call your therapist. And take your meds. One, two, three, four.